the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. I'm Philip Naiman. I hope you're having a great day out here in Southern California and beyond. Uh, Lots of things are going on out here, folks. We've heard news. We've got cases at the Supreme Court that we're waiting on. Uh, I have Rick Travis here. Rick is the Director of Development for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. And he is here to give us an update on what's happening in California. But we also had some very, very big national news break with Remington and uh, their settlement with the Sandy Hook case. So, Rick, I'm going to introduce you here real quick, and why don't you tell us what you think about that? I think um, there's no shock. I'm very disappointed in Remington for settling. It sets an extremely dangerous precedent for the community. It's a precedent, but it's not case law. Right. But it does. I mean, here's a couple things you got to look at. When they they settled out, um, this Mm -hmm. definitely makes it so now the opposition feels even more empowered to go after everybody. And now you're going to have a lot of attorneys just telling different companies, settle, settle, settle. And eventually those companies will fold. We already know that Remington was basically broken apart into multiple little sections and sold off prior to the settlement. By who? Who who owned them at that time? I forget. I don't want to say. Severus, was it? I think it was a consortium that actually yeah. was backed by George Soros. That's I've heard that. I don't know for a fact, so I don't want to say, but I do know several of the companies have bought up sections of them and were able to keep some of the product line in reasonably good hands that aren't connected to those things. So I would, I would wonder about this, because when I first heard that a certain group associated with a certain person yeah. was involved in the purchase of that, I thought, what in the heck is he doing? And now it appears that geez, why not buy this company in trouble, mm-hmm. step in, do a settlement. The company's mm-hmm. bankrupt. They're not going to pay it anyway. Mm-hmm. But to destroy the Second Amendment and ownership, it's probably going to be cheaper than buying more senators for this particular guy. Yeah. So you think about it. They buy the company. They tear it apart. They sell off the pieces. They settle this case for an unbelievable number that – that is not going to be paid because the company's bankrupt anyway, and they've destroyed part of our Second Amendment rights very cheaply. This guy's brilliant. He's a snake, but he's brilliant. I'm talking about the Emperor uh, Palpatine. Well, I think, yeah, I think, but at this point, we've got to get our community to start calling this out all the time. I mean, I appreciate, Phil, you're constantly the voice here in the Inland Empire saying, wake up. But I'm really starting to get to the point of what does it take to have people wake up? I mean, when we look at the legislation coming out and we're out all the time trying to, I was out last night till late trying to get people in Long Beach area to come together. And, you know, it's nothing for us to see two, 300 people come up to a booth and say, you got to come to Long Beach and help. You got, and then we show up and we get 30 people. And it's like, and then when they talk to 30 people, four of them actually want to do something. Mm-hmm. That's not going to win the day. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> Nine and a half years I've been doing this show, right? Yep. Nine and a half years. We've been ringing this bell. Um, and I have to say that the Second Amendment community is one of the most disorganized 
Uh, everyone wants to be an individual. Everyone wants to be a chief. No one wants to be an Indian. No one wants to pull together. Very few. I mean, like you said, four out of 30 yeah. uh, that show up and actually do this work. I mean, I understand we're all busy, but th- what is important? Wh- where are you going to draw the line? And, you know, as California has gone, mm-hmm. so will these other states. You look at the people who are pouring into Texas. Now, maybe you're like, well, I'm in, going to Texas and I'm a good guy. Well, that's great. But the opposition is sending what, 800,000 illegal? Well, oh, look at Montana. There? We've had over 100,000 people out of Frisco move to Montana. Yeah, and you think that's not going to change that oh, state? Oh, that's going to change very quickly. Well, and Montana Idaho's already... Idaho's another one. Montana already had two very liberal senators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for, so nationally, Montana right. is just as crazy as California. Yep. Uh, Idaho had better watch itself. Arizona's on the borderline. Yep. You know, we have to start fighting, and, and you need to fight where you are. Don't say, it doesn't matter, I'm leaving. And Nevada's basically becoming, if you live, like in California, the outskirts, yeah, you can probably have a CCW, but if you're near Reno or Vegas, uh, no bueno. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no Vince Bueno. Yep. So what we're saying, guys, is gals, people, patriots, you need to be involved. You've got to fight. You've got to look at what's happening. You need to understand who's on your city council, right? We have a terrible congressman for this area. His name is Pistolus P.D. Aguilar, and he started as a city councilman, mm-hmm. appointed. He was appointed to the city council. He didn't even win his first election. He was appointed there, became mayor, ran for Congress. Gary uh, Miller dropped the ball, left us all out. To, I know I'm talking politics sausage here, guys, but Gary Miller dropped the ball. He did not support the the candidate running against him he ekes into a congressional seat now they're redistricting and he's safe right and he's up there voting against our military against everything that's good god guns and country he's against them all and and he's going to be there for life yeah but i remember when you and i were talking a couple years about the vice president kamala harris when she was still here yeah and you know there were a lot of people in our community well let her go to washington that gets her out of california well no it didn't folks how'd that work out well, she yeah. might end up president. Well, not just that, but her organization, Emerge California, is trained all these people. And I've seen one city already in Orange County, just next door to where we're at, that, you know, their mayor stepped down. They got rid of a, a former MMA fighter, and then they appointed two people from Emerge California. Huntington Beach has been known for years as being one of the most conservative areas in Orange County, when it, and they're about to topple it. So Orange County... Mm-hmm. Used to be called the Orange Curtain. Correct. In the, in the Reagan days, it was the most conservative area of California. Correct. Yeah, it, it Not voted anymore. for Biden last time. Mm-hmm. I think it actually voted for Hillary too, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. So it voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 and Biden in 2020, and that's the most conservative area. Now, fortunately, my county, we still got it going on by this much. Yeah, I was about to say by 11 votes. <laughs> it's close. Yeah. Uh, it's anyway. So what we're saying here, guys, it's you've got to fight. I don't care if you feel like it's a losing cause. You've got to stand up and do the right thing. You've got to fight every single time. You can't keep ceding territory to the enemy, and that's what you're doing. And, you know, and we have we have areas that, you know, I don't want to be all dim and gloom. We've well, had some, you're on my show, so it is. <laughs> but we've had some areas, you know, in the past year that have been amazing. Um, Carson had a mayor who was trying to, to pass really devilishly a couple of laws, storage laws in that city and you know what people of carson showed up in numbers and uh we were able to stop it and defeat it and so but that's what it takes right it takes showing up in numbers being smart and working together and not everybody like you said earlier trying to say well no it's going to be my way or the high oh i can't be the top dog then i'm not showing up yeah or or the other one that i really like and really i enjoy this uh, knowing what your schedule is like when we're at a show or a meeting or something, and somebody comes from the back room and says, hey, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't oh, you doing that? That's a daily thing. <laughs> I know. I see it. And I'm like, this guy's you know, already working 20 hours a, a day. Uh, he has no personal life. Nope. And, and it's... Didn't get to go hunt last year. <laughs> and he's doing this to save our Second Amendment rights. So it's not, why aren't you doing this? You need to turn that around and say, why aren't you? You know, we did the... Uh, the vote, the gun store voter registrations, mm-hmm. and somebody would say, "Hey, how come you don't have one in my area?" I'm like, "You know what? You're my captain for that area. Right? Here's your book. Go get it done." And, and you have to do that. Yep. Put them to work. Anyway, 
So let's talk about all the good stuff in California. <laughs> Beautiful weather. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. <laughs> so um, we have one thing coming up, and this was actually a big chat on uh, some of the blogs that have been involved in pig hunting in California. Yep. So right now, the pig is considered a game animal. You have to buy a tag. You can get unlimited tags, I think, but mm-hmm. they're 20 bucks a piece. Right. And it's a game animal, so it's protected under game laws. Now, there's somebody up in Northern California who wants to change that and call it an invasive species, basically. Yeah, that's centered at odd. Okay. Senate Bill 856. So let me just give a little history on, on uh, invasive species. When the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service decided that Roosevelt elk were an invasive species on Santa Rosa Island, they got helicopters and they gunshipped 1,100 animals and let them rot in the sun. They did the same thing to the Rocky Mountain deer there. These are the only two herds in the world never exposed to chronic wasting disease. They could have been used to replenish herds in Yellowstone. But no, Jerry Brown, uh, Feinstein, all the horrid people in California, Cacala Harris, they all decided to let these animals die as opposed to let them be transferred somewhere else. So when something is deemed a invasive species, it brings on all different rules as far as control is concerned. And that, I think, is what your concern is with this, right? Well, actually, I had several concerns. We met with Senator Dodd's office when this was being discussed as an idea. And what's his purpose for doing it? Uh, Dodd wants to work with some of the farmers and other people. And I'm not so sure on this bill he's on our side on the long stretch because a lot of people don't understand that when you move a game animal to an exotic species and allow it to be hunted without you know any kind of tag regulation, you're talking we're going to lose millions of dollars to the big game management account. Right. You know, let's, let's take a break right here. We'll okay. pick this up. Folks, Philip Name and Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hey folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show, and I uh, just want to reach out to you today and let you know that just a day or two ago, I was at, over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, and while I was there, a phone call came in where Vince Torres was able to pick up a boatload of 9mm and other great ammunition, and he said, you know what, I think I'll do a President's Day sale. Well, that happens to be this Monday. So this Monday, he's going to have unbelievable deals, deals I can't announce on the air or something bad will happen, I'm sure. But as usual, you know, there's a huge percentage off, huge percentages off. And um, 
You want to head on down to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo between Arlington and Central off of Brockton in Riverside. Say hello to Vince. Huge, huge 9mm President's Day sale because all presidents should have a 9mm. Or 45. Actually, all presidents should be 45. Yeah. Yeah, because 46 sucks. Right. So (laughs) 44 wasn't any better either. (laughs) Anyway, folks, head on down to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, bullseyesports.com, 951-823-0211. Call them if you don't believe me. Big sale Monday. Head on out there. Um, Back here, I have Rick Travis, California Rifle and Pistol Association, an association you need to be a member of. Please join them. CRPA.org. CRPA.org. You want to go ahead and join them because they are the ones fighting for your rights in California. They do it all the time. Like I said, the man has no personal life. Join them in the fight for this and get involved. We're talking about one of the bills that are here in California by Senator Dodd about Pig hunting. Pig hunting is a very popular uh, sport in California. You get some great pork. You can feed your Traeger, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, You're doing a service to the farmers because some of the pigs do do a lot of damage. Do-do. Pig Mm -hmm. do-do. A lot of damage on their property, so they want them removed. And they make a little bit of extra money on the side by selling you the hunts. You're able to teach people how to hunt in a safe manner. And so it all works together. But... If you make a game animal, such as a pig, into an invasive species, the rules for management change. Yeah. And so this is where we find ourselves. I mean, to a lot of our community, this sounds like a great bill. We can go night hunting. I mean, that would be a kick butt. I mean, let's go have fun. Um, you know, but there are some costs to this, and we got to talk about that as a community because... You know, often we, we tell people, hey, you can't go protect a little cute bobcat or a little cute coyote because being species-specific doesn't take in the whole ecosystem. And so that's why we're ending up with deer populations being decimated. Plummeted. Yeah. And this is going to be another one of those because, you know, we have fires, we have droughts, we have things like that. That requires money. I sit. I have. Um, you you're talking earlier. I've been with CRPA uh, 10 10 years to September. And for nine of those, I've sent a big game management committee up with a uh, fish and wildlife. And I see the numbers. I see where the money goes and we will lose millions of dollars as this bill is currently written. If that classification gets changed because now it will cost next to nothing. We, we meaning the big game management right. of California would lose the money. Right. And that money is necessary. I mean, Half of our wildlife uh, watering holes are, are wiped out from fires. They have to be replaced. We got to pay for airdrops for food to keep the deer population up. Because and so, you know, in the back of my head, I, I worry about bills like this because this bill, if it was to get passed, you can see an increase in diminished deer herds. Because, you know, I also deal with the cow tips, which is the anti-poaching program, and we have a problem with poaching in this state and a lot of the illegal cartel activity with the grows they're picking off elk and deer and wardens are able to track that down because at nighttime you're not supposed to be hunting and so when guns go off at night it helps them zero in but now pigs run where deer run so now if you know you and i are out lawfully hunting a pig under this bill thinking we're having a good time we've also knocked out the warden's capability to differentiate at night and so you know some of these things can sound really really great at a first glance but you've got to get into the nuts and bolts and say, yeah. what is this going to cost us? So there's no reason for this. And the reason there's no reason for this, the reason there's no reason for this, let me just be clear, like pig doo-doo, doo-doo mm-hmm. again. So if pigs are causing a terrible problem on the property, a guy can get a depredation permit. They right. can shoot him at night. They, right. they do it all the time in the vineyards up there. Yeah. So they'll come in and they'll kill 20, 30, 40 pigs in a night. Right. To get the problem down. So they have an avenue to cure any kind of grievance that the farmers have. So this, once again, is the long game, them setting something up to mess up something else in the future. Correct. And that's why it's a bad idea. Yeah, it's a bad idea because, you know, we're one of the cheapest places in the country as an out-of-stater to come in and get a pig tag. It's 75 bucks. But if he gets his way, it's as many pigs as you want for 50 bucks. Right. But again... It, it's not done to help the sportsmen no. and it's not done to help exactly. the big game. It's done to set a precedent so they can come back and mess something else up with that later. Yep. 
let's talk about something really good, like, oh, I don't know, firearm disclosures. <laughs> That'd be a Cinebell 906 from our enemy, Portentino, because he is. And uh, this is basically turning our schools even more socialist than they've already been turned into, because what it requires is, is now... possible? Uh, well... What it requires now is for when little Johnny or little Joe goes to school, mommy and daddy have to answer if they have firearms in their home because now little Johnny and little Joe can be declared as a possible mass casualty threat because they might have access to a firearm that they might bring to the school. I, I, Speechless. I keep trying to remember that Bill of Rights thingy, my Bob, yeah. that old piece of paper, um, something about, I don't know, Fourth Amendment, unreasonable searches and seizures. Uh, you know, if you can have the right to privacy, if that can be found in uh, Roe versus Wade, yet here we are doing this, right? Um, this is absolutely unreasonable search and seizures. It's one more way to create a firearms list, which federally I think we're not supposed to have. Isn't mm -hmm. that a federal law? But here we are compiling one again. So in here, I mean, this is just from the language of the bill itself. The bill would require a school or local educational agency in consultation with law enforcement to conduct immediately an investigation and threat assessment as specified. They would require the investigation and threat assessment include a review of the parent or guardian's firearm disclosure information and a search of the pupil and pupil's property located at the school site if there's a reasonable suspicion that a search will result in discovery of a firearm. Suspicion. So I suspect up. you have a thousand dollars for me. Can I have it? <laughs> we'll get to that. So a kid shows up with a mossy oak shirt on, um, a bow hunting, a, a elk antlers on his t-shirt. Yeah. They're probably our hunters. Right. That's suspicion. Correct. We need to go after them. Right. Yeah. I like that. That's great. Yes. What could be better? Homeschool your kids, folks. Homeschool your kids. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to the craziest one of all on our next segment because we just have to spend some time on that. Okay. So I'm going to skip over that one here real quick. Gun shows on public grounds are always under attack. Attack. So we have Del Mar specifically so, being targeted. Yeah, so Del Mar is being targeted because San Diego is becoming a, a bastion of liberalism, which is hard to believe with the Marine Corps station there, but it's happening. Um, we have several bills. So the first one is 915 by Min, who's out of Orange County. He tried this last year and had to retreat back to Orange County only, but now he's going for state property um, when we defeated uh, Senate Bill 264 in the last session. So now he's come back with another one. And this would take out any state property where you could sell, lease, or transfer of a firearm, and it would make it a misdemeanor to do so. And so, uh, transferring of a firearm, what does that mean? Well, they can't transfer a firearm at a gun show. No, but seriously, what, what, what could constitute a transfer of a firearm? Could it be a loan? Like I loan a firearm to somebody oh, during a like hunt? Like you pick it up off the table and look at it? So, state <laughs> property is not limited to just the state property. Streets. Right. It's... Out where we do hunts, it's out where we do a lot of things. Great. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Just <laughs> maybe we maybe we're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> run away, run away. You told me to come. So. I know. No, folks, we need to get out there. We need to fight. It looks, you know, these things happen and they're being unopposed. What this gentleman needs is about 50 people in his front office saying, what the heck is the matter with you? Put the, put the heat back on him. You know, we had a, a guy here, state legislator, uh, Mark Steindorf, who was not a very good state legislator for us. Mm -hmm. And they had a dozen, a dozen Tea Party people show up to ask him questions. He called the CHP. He, he was so scared. He had 24 CHP officers over here in Rancho Cucamonga, trying to protect him from people who are there to ask him questions. So, although I disagree with him vehemently on a lot of things, what I'm pointing out is that 12 people showed up and it scared the guy, you know, probably had depends going or something like that. 12 people showed up with questions and signs and putting pressure on him and they freaked out and called the cops. So let's have 50 people show up at these people's offices being polite 
following the law, but letting their voices be heard in a legal manner. So uh, that's the only way you can get these people to change. By the way, he's no longer state legislator. So along with that bill, we have two Uh assembly bills, 311, which is focusing on Del Mar alone. And then we have 1769 focusing on Ventura. Ventura. Okay, folks, Philip Neyman, Fireland Radio Show. Join the CRPA, CRPA CRPA.org. Join them to help this fight because it is important. And we want to be positive. So we're going to join it. We're going to win. We're going to fight. Right. We'll be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590, the answer. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey, folks, Mulan Labe, Saturday, Philip Naiman, come and get them. That's our motto here. And, you know, come and get them where? At Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo on Monday. President's Day sale, huge sale on 9mm. Um, bring a wheelbarrow or at least a, like a, I don't know, a Home Depot bucket. You're going to need to get as much as you can. And he's got a lot of ammo there and he's doing a great sale. So that's, you know, price is so low. We can't announce them on the air. That's going to be this uh, this Monday, President's Day sale. Hey, joining me back, I, again, have Rick Travis. And again, you know, it's I want to apologize. I shouldn't say in advance, but I apologize during the show. Sometimes it just seems so overwhelming that we feel like it's negative. But, you know, we have great successes. You should see the bills these guys stop. I mean, if we, the insanity that they've been able to stop from happening, you know, and it's amazing the job they do. We really need to support them, applaud them, give them money, give them your time, crpa.org. And why? Well, let's tell you about what California wants to do next, because this one, this is my favorite. (laughs) So uh, Assembly Bill 702 from Santiago started last year. And it was originally called the Animal Breeding Bill, and I talked with you about it. And this was designed to take hunting dogs off the map because obviously, you know. Because they work for a living. Yeah. And breeding Labradors, for example, obviously that is a puppy mill breed and not Chihuahuas and Labradoodles and everything else. And so the whole. I can't say Shih Tzu's on the air. This is Salem Radio. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So one thing that uh, we. That's great. One of the things that we uh, fought on that was to get it stopped because that was obviously to try to remove uh, dogs from, you know, bird hunting. And, Cattle dogs. Yeah. And and what would happen as a result of that is you can go and pick up the game that you shot, and then you'd be guilty of misdemeanors. And if it was too excessive, that could go up to a felony, lose your rights, blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, Santiago is not a guy who is not creative because he's pretty creative. So, Bill, he did a gut and amend on this bill. And now it's called the Animal Welfare Dog and Cat Bill of Rights. Is this backed by the HSUS, the Hypocritical Society of Urban Snobs? And the uh, people. For the eating of tasty animals? Correct. And others. Yep. Um, and so basically they, they haven't come out with the, the formal writing of legal, but what we've been told thus far is this would allow me to look at your cat. Careful. Don't have a cat. (laughs) Well, the cat that hangs out your yard and say, that cat doesn't look like it likes Phil. And so I want to open a lawsuit on behalf of the cat to sue Phil because Phil's not nice to the cat. I like it. Yeah, I thought you would. No, I I, I like this. I think think we should use this to our advantage. So if this gets passed, you go to the dog park and see anybody with a Sierra Club sticker on their uh, Prius... And open a lawsuit. And open a lawsuit. 
Yeah. Now, and, and this my could be a cottage plan. My we could quit our day jobs. I think so. <laughs> There's a lot of people who could jack up with this. So, where does the money go from the lawsuit? That, I get it, that, right? No, that has not been determined yet. Well, I think I get it, so I can help care for that animal. So, ten thousand. It's like the ADA scams. Wait, would that be the same way that PETA cares for animals? Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In, of in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'd sell it to PETA. <laughs> You'd be, we could decat the cat ladies. But, you know, this, on a serious note, this is just once again California trying to tell people what they can and can't do. What an overreach. Yeah. You have an angry. It's a gross overreach. You have an angry chihuahua. Have you met a chihuahua that's not angry? Have you ever met a chihuahua that had half a brain? No. <laughs> I look at them all the time. Their skull is the size of a walnut, and they don't even have half a yeah, walnut. Yeah, they're trying to take on Malamutes and Great Danes, and I'm like, seriously? Stop. <laughs> no, that's that, that's an insanity. Now, I understand, though, I really do from the state legislative point of view, it makes total sense because everything else is running so well in this state that we're down to, is your cat happy or not? Right. Happy cat, happy life. So what what are we looking at here that you I know, think that's a print of cat food motto I think it is <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know we have no shoplifting no no shoplifting we have no homeless nope we have no drug overdoses nope. no drought we have no murder we 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 collect all of our rainwater we don't put it back in the ocean right. causing the ocean and the forests rise. magically grow with the pixie dust from our unicorns yeah the, the floor <laughs> the, there's no danger of wildfires because we've done such a great job of managing our yep. forests yep. so what What's left to fix in this world? Oh, I don't know. Let's do this. Oh, and wait, but you missed a big one. We have nobody dying from medical malpractice. That actually isn't our number one cause of death in California. <sighs> so let's focus on... And legalize. And, and drugs are legal, so that's and, a good thing. You know, and I guess I've, I missed something in history when I went to school and college and grad school because uh, I forgot that right in there with Adams and uh, Jefferson Washington was Morris the cat making sure that his Bill of Rights were covered. <laughs> it was, puss, it was puss, in, puss in Boots at that time. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, geez. So maybe, what about those those little puggy things that people put sweaters on and dress up? They look very miserable when they do that. I, I think they should Lawsuit. be sued. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Especially when they take them down to escalators and they're bouncing up and down those little baby buggies. That's got to be so humiliating. <laughs> I think we should. And I the... think we should bring in the wolves to testify that their cousins are be are just being maligned. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll interpret for the wolves. Right. Yes. Yeah. You're... You can howl, and I'll do the interpretation. Oh my goodness! This is just insanity that they're spending time on this. We've got. AB 10947, our roads are full of potholes. We've got criminals released, felons like crazy, and we're worried if your if your cat is upset. Of course the cats are Have you ever met a cat that wasn't upset? No, they're mad. They're too small. Exactly. They want to be big enough to eat us. You know, we've talked about that before. The only difference between your, your normal house cat and a mountain lion is about 60 pounds. Yeah. If your cat was 60 pounds, he'd eat you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't think that little swat of his paw was playful. No, as it tore half your face off. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cats are, no, my goodness. They're, they're killing machines. And they put up with you because they know they can't kill you. Right. They'll try. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see them on your chest like early in the morning? They're just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Willing you to stop breathing. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're trying everything. Mind games. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. And then, you know, the next one, this is a great lead-in because our legislature tries to look for ways to protect us and keep us safe. And, you know. Except for the obvious ones, like keeping felons in jail. Well, yeah. Yeah. And they try to be like Tom Cruise and go into the future and see what's going to happen and stop it from happening. And that's where I think Assembly Bill 1737 from Holden comes in because it's going to require local registration inspections of all camps that work with children. And so what this will do is introduce a long list of requirements, which will make the operation on youth camps by many groups basically prohibitive, if not outright impossible. And it allows them to go in and say, hey, uh, which of these kids come from houses with firearms? Which of these camps have firearms? And 
basically allows them to come in at any time and introduce any kind of fees that they want to. So they can put camps that the state deems not uh, great for the new culture they're trying to develop and put them out of business. I, I, I know you're not supposed to have dead air on radio, but <laughs> yeah, you know, here's a problem, folks. I said, hey, that's like four years ago. I said, Rick. I don't think there's anything crazier you can tell me. you quit saying that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think year, there's people there that go, Phil Neiman said that again, so here we go. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, yeah, hold here, hold my beer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write one. I mean, it's, it's the insanity level is amazing because you can't have a logical, rational mind. Of course, the, the people in charge don't have a rational mind. They are not... They're not logical in any shape or the matter. They're very emotional, and they think that they can create things by their own will. Mm -hmm. I just want to will this to happen. I'll write a law about it. There you go. It's fixed. And, and this is the problem. We have people writing laws for problems that don't exist. You know, because when's the last time? And ignoring time, laws for problems that do. I mean, when's the last mass casualty incident in California that you heard, hey, the kids went to Hume Lake Christian Camp up in Sequoia, applying against the California government and people and did a mass wait. That's never happened. Well, I think that just the basic tenets of Christianity would kind of stop that. I okay. Think well, you, maybe that was my mistake. Believed, Boy Scout camp. That's if you right. believed that, well, again, the basic, you know, you hold your hand, you take the Boy Scout oath and it says nothing in there about mass shootings or hurting anybody basically. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the problem is, um, you know, maybe it's the people who aren't, going to the Christian camps and aren't going to Boy Scout camps. Oh, wait, they have no moral have compass. No moral <laughs> compass. They have no support at home because no the state has destroyed their family. Uh, no value for life. As we talked earlier, mm -hmm. that story in San Bernardino, no value for life, you know, and and no hope for their future. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the depressing thing. So, Which is what this bill, in my opinion, is designed to do, is to take out that avenue for hope for the future by closing these camps brought to you by the california state legislature yep. folks philip name and firing line radio show check us out at firinglineradio.com we will be on youtube there also as long as they'll have us and then we're going to be i don't know maybe trump social we tried gab we're, we're trying to get on every platform we can so check us out there uh, for the audio or the video and just have some good times and we should do a giveaway this next time okay right back after this we'll do a giveaway firinglineradio.com have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590, the answer. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. 
That is all you need to know for now. Hey, folks, welcome back to Fine Line Radio Show. Remember, this Monday, President's Day sale at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Get all the 9mm you can carry. Well, supplies may be limited, but close to that. Depends on how strong you are. So check them out at bullseyesports.com. Also, we have some great discount codes here, folks. CCW Safe, they are the best legal protection firm that I've seen for concealed carry and, and defense of your life. First you fight for your life, then you fight for your freedom. That's just the way it is. If you go to CCW Safe and F, use the code FLRADIO10, you get 10% off. The great news is once you're with them, they never do a price increase. So you'll have 10% off eternally. It's a great deal for that. Also, Maglite. Maglite15. Go to maglite.com and use the uh, code FIRINGLINE15. Firing or Firing Radio 15. Try one of those two. And you get 15% off on anything from Maglite. They got the, the best lights, especially if you're worried about losing power like we did this morning. You know, they've got lights that'll run for a couple hundred hours off of one battery charge. So great, great stuff. Uh, Maglite.com. Now joining me back here. Oh, and I'm going to do a giveaway. If you sign up for the CRPA this week, email me. I've got a wonderful mag light. I think it's an ML. This is a huge light. Anyway, I've got a great light. Um, we'll get it out to you, but you have to email me your member number. First one that does that, I'm going to give them this mag light. It's worth, I don't know, a hundred bucks, something like that. It's worth more than the price of your membership. Yep. Sign up for five years. Don't be cheap. Uh, anyway, so check that out. We'll give you the mag light and uh, you have to Thank email you. me at firinglineradio at protonmail.com. Your membership number, first one that comes in. I've got a light to give out. If you don't get the first light, go to maglight.com and use the firing line radio 15 off. So there you go. All right. You have some shout outs to do. Yeah. So we do have three bells. We saved the best for last. Yeah. Three bells that are positive. Um, so a lot of people I've heard the rumor do not like the uh, remove three firearms for the roster for every new firearm added with micro stamping. And uh, it's just a rumor I've heard as you're looking at me that way. But uh, Vince Fong out of Kern County, great defender of the Second Amendment, has introduced Assembly Bill 1688 that uh, if we're able to get it passed across the line, which is going to be a heavy lift, and I'm the first one to admit that, but he is coming out and wants to do this every year until he gets it passed, which would eliminate the micro-stamp requirement and would also break the roster. Yay! I like yeah. him. So, yeah, I thought you would. And so one of, you know, one of the things, you know, you talk about, and I appreciate it, but when we have a strong assembly person that gets up there and is fighting an uphill battle, we need to shout out and support them and encourage them because it is brutal in that building. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's completely brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen assemblymen say things that were absolutely correct and right and have their office moved in the middle of the night into a very small, like, half the size of this little studio. And yeah. so it's all about game playing that they do up there. Uh, Assembly Bill 2033 from Smith is another one. Um, this would extend, generally right now, if you get a, a concealed carry permit, as you know, it's for two years. Mm -hmm. This would extend it to five years before you had to renew. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. And so I think this would be really, really great. Um, local counties would have their ability to move it between like three to five years, but I think a lot of counties, um, with the number that they've risen to, that would be absolutely wonderful. And then uh, one that I, I'm, I actually enjoy, I don't know where you're going to fall on this one, but uh, Senate Bill 831 from Cortese, and it's just funny because both myself and our lobbyist, Roy, said we never thought we would see ourselves saying, hi, we're happy to testify in support of you. And here's why. He has written the Entertainment Productions Firearm Safety Act, which would require, the, as a result... The Alec Baldwin bill. Uh, rust bill? Yes, that's basically what this is, requiring that we have trained people that can show that they have the ability to maintain safety on the set and not to have it would producers and everybody else would be guilty of misdemeanors and possibly felonies. And so I think this is pretty... Uh, Interesting to have Mr. Cortese finally saying, I think the firearms people are, are right and we need to mandate safety and and proper instruction. 
Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just amazing. Maybe. Well, let me ask this so question. So welcome to the weird world. I know. I, I get it. It's why I'm not in politics. I, I couldn't sit to those meetings. They'd be out choking people. Maybe that's what they need. No, you just have but to anyway. walk in the hallway on breaks. <laughs> Got my 10,000 steps in before lunch. Um, no, it's before 10. Yeah, I know. So let's, let's, let's ask this question. What's right. good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. So if it's important that we protect our people, oh, I don't know, like Alec Baldwin, um, on movie sets or people who may be around him on movie sets, by teaching gun safety and having that, wouldn't that be a good thing to have? And I don't know, maybe in public schools. Yeah. Well, and this is this is what's going to be interesting to me. So, say this bill gets passed. Let's look down. I mean, we do with everything else. Look down the road. Could this have the impact of changing some of the people in Hollywood's minds? And I will go to a show. You know, Steve Gomez. He's a, a good friend of yep. both of ours. And uh, he helped out extensively on a show that had um, the tool guy. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Tim Allen. Yeah. On his show. And it was amazing because there were a lot of libtards on that production that absolutely were uh, horrified every time Steve showed up. And over the seasons, several of those people that, you know, in season one and season two were like, oh, my God, what's this person doing here? Purchased firearms. Went to firearms train. And changed their mind. And when a certain production company said they no longer wanted to back Alan's show, a lot of those people went to another production company, which did take it, Fox, and said, hey, we'll leave where we've been, come to work with you, because this makes sense. So do we have a working model of how that feeds down? Yeah. And so I'm thinking, and I think this could also help some of the Hollywood actors that I don't agree with it, but I get it who are definitely pro-firearm, to become more vocal. Right. Well, they're all afraid of their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that that's the hope that, you know, maybe a Keanu Reeves or somebody like that would actually speak up. Well, and, you know, so we always see the opposite of that. We're looking for somebody who's pro-Second Amendment to stand up. And then we have others who have made millions and millions and millions of dollars with the use of firearms in movies and they're anti-gun. I don't know, like Jason Bourne movies and mm-hmm. what's his name? Matt. Maddie, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Maddie there. So it's it's amazing to Or even Alec Baldwin, you know, totally anti-gun, rabidly anti-gun. But then acts like a tough guy with a gun and then shoots somebody on his set. I'm still trying to understand how Allegedly. You do that with a single action revolver and it accidentally went off. Yeah. Allegedly, no. yes. Well, the guns are evil. Yeah. It's, it's all there is to it. It was probably possessed. Uh, probably was around on Halloween, had one of their Satan spells on it, just it jumped up and snapped somebody. Which, as you say, it's, it, it must be a big spell to get a single action to um, open the gate, drop a live round in, close spin it. Gate. Spin it back around five or six times, so now it's underneath the firing pin. Uh, pull its own hammer back. So this would be, the, what, the sixth time it's had to pull its hammer back. Yeah. Sixth time it's had to pull its hammer back. And uh, point it at somebody in a lethal zone. Not their foot, not their knee, but in the, the chest or head. Right. And uh, then apply pressure to the trigger, allowing the hammer to fly forward while you're still maintaining sights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's accidental. Yeah. yeah gun, totally. Gun did it. Yep. No doubt about it. You know, that's what happened. Was it a Remington pistol? It could have been. And, you know, and part of that is probably the grips. And, you know, whenever you change grips on a single action, the grips change the mind of the gun. It's true. It was probably ivory gripped, which yeah. is evil from right. imported ivory. Correct. Now, I think it was a, it must have been a Remington trigger it was yeah. on that single action is the whole thing we're looking at. Yeah. Hey, so, folks, we're out here. We want to support our Second Amendment. We want to support hunting. A lot of you don't hunt. And you're like, oh, you're always talking about that. But the important thing when it comes to supporting your Second Amendment, realize hunting is under attack. Because right now, the vernacular they're saying is you don't need that rifle to go deer hunting. Well, when there's no deer hunting, you don't need any rifle. Right. So that's the tack that they're taking on their long game. You need to support hunting. You need to support things that you may not be comfortable with, but knowing that it's the right thing to do. Join the California Rifle and Pistol Association. You can win yourself a nice mag light this week. Mm-hmm. We'll think about some more stuff on that. 
Email me your membership number at firinglineradio at protonmail.com. And have them put Firing Line Radio when they sign up for that membership. Yeah. 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 Do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks. Uh, I want to thank my special guest because of all the work he does. And it's amazing that he can keep his mind sane uh, dealing with what he deals with. And you hear the craziness in this one show. That's his daily life. So thank my special guest, Rick Travis, driving up here today. Firing Line oh, Radio thank Show. You. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. And if you're looking for donations, uh, they'll take your money. They need it. They need it to help fight this. Check us out on YouTube. We'll be back next week. God bless. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show. Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask, kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, Ask stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. And that's what they focus on at Ask Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K-defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too, so buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.